0: And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on Life Mastery, The Machine Inside Me, New Habits, New Brain. We've covered a lot of ground so far. We're going to continue working through the habits that are going to change your life, if you're willing to apply them, in ways that you never thought possible. Because remember, it's the small things that make the biggest difference. That's what we talk about every time we launch off another episode. So we're going to show you some more small things that you can do that can transform your life, your, your physiology, in other words, your body chemistry or your biochemistry, and really begin to change how you feel, not only about yourself, but about the world around you and how people perceive you. Well, habit number one was feeding the machine, filling your heart and mind with the right things. Habit number two was using your internal superpowers, which we talked about the the superpowers in previous episodes. You're going to want to go back and listen if you missed any of those. We also did some fantastic interviews with award-winning authors and specialists in trauma. If you've missed those, I would also encourage you to go back and listen to those. Each of these episodes is only about seven minutes, so it's easy to get through a whole lot of it in a short amount of time if you so choose. So today I want to talk about intentional daydreaming no matter how old you are, dreaming and imagining are part of life. Many of us spend a lot of time imagining what could go wrong, <laughs> and we're all guilty of it. We sit there and surmise and think worst-case scenarios until we're completely stressed out and thinking that the whole world's going to come crashing around us. And in the majority of times, it does not happen that way. And, you know, in a sense, it's really creating a lot more stress and a lot of altering internally, that is going to work against us rather than for us. Try to be more aware of what you're thinking about. You can even be intentional about what you imagine. Try to imagine what you want to happen, whether it's just going into a meeting, an interview, maybe having a, a discussion with somebody you're in conflict with, a relationship you're trying to work on mending. I mean, how is it going to hurt to try to think about what could happen? Better better thinking is, could often lead to a better result. Okay. So even if your dreams don't follow the same pattern as you're imagining, you'll still carry around more of Dopey, Sarah, Oxy, and Gabby. And remember, these are the nicknames for the little characters in the book that represent dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and GABA, which are all neurochemicals that make us feel amazing. All right, And uh, if you want more details on those also, go back and listen to the previous chapters. Remember, the more Liam and Anna in the book Two characters thought about the bad things. The sadder, sicker, and more defeated they felt, and the more they invited Norpin, Adrian, and Court. Now remember, the nicknames for Norpin, Adrian, and Court uh, represent the characters in the book that are norepinephrine, adrenaline, and cortisol, which are the stress hormones. So habit number four: light up the brain. Did you know that what you write out by hand, not not texting, not typing, but where you handwriting stays in your memory much longer than what you type or text. This is because to write out something by hand, you must light up both left and right hemispheres of your brain. The left side is more about logical thinking, and the right is more on the creative side. So handwriting requires both, lights up both, and causes much better retention. Think about the last time you made a, say, a, a list before you went to the store, and then once you got to the store, you really didn't have to check back at it very much. You remembered because you had just handwritten it out. Well, that's how powerful writing can be. And I remember many times in in my lifetime where I'd written things down. In fact, another great example is uh, a couple of years ago, I made a a, a big list on everything I wanted to do in terms of spring cleaning and replacements and painting on the house and so on and so forth, just to try to get things spruced up. And then I had company coming over, and somehow the list got misplaced and all the cleanup and putting things away, and uh, it was gone for about two to three months. Well, lo and behold, it turned up one day, and I looked at the list, and I was shocked. We had accomplished almost everything on the list just because we wrote it down and we went over it. That's the power of it. As Anna learned from her teacher in the book, writing is a proven therapy method for those who are hurting. Uh, Often, many therapists or psychotherapists will recommend journaling. Just writing out, even if you only write, say, a sentence a day, it can make a huge impact on not only tracking how you're feeling and being able to vent in a way, because writing can do that for you, but it can also help you to share your feelings on paper in a way that can't be done any other way. It's, it's incredibly helpful. And you can even look back at the journey and see how well you've done. Well, in the story here of The Machine Inside Me, Anna learned from her teacher that writing is a proven therapy method for those who are hurting. So Anna began the habit of writing about the good things in her life. Having to think about her day and pull out all the good that happened was incredibly helpful. But even writing out hurts can help release tension and upset. It's incredible how therapeutic it can be. And and, and every day that she did it, she started feeling better and better. Well, we still have about a minute or so left, so I'm going to put another habit in here for today. And that's habit number five. Create a a blueprint. For any building project to go successfully, there has to be a written plan or blueprint. Everyone knows that. There also has to be a business plan or a bank won't give you a loan, right? Well, this blueprint must be thought out in advance and must consider all obstacles and details. If the builder is going to succeed. Life can be the same way. If you don't write down specific goals that you want to work on, tasks you need to accomplish to get there, breaking it down into smaller chunks and action steps, considering all the methods of rewiring that it's going to take to get there, then we'll never see it come to fruition. So just like Anna and Liam in the book, you need to take deliberate action by creating a clear, powerful blueprint you can follow. Start with just five goals and break them down into three to five tasks that you can do each day and then create a space for them because you'll never just fit it in. Anytime you ever say to yourself, well, okay, I'm going to exercise more, you know, I'll try to fit it in after lunch or I'll try to fit it in tonight. You know what happens. Life happens and it's like a freight train. It'll just run you over and you'll never ever get to squeeze it in and then you'll just feel deflated, discouraged, and you'll want to quit. So you have to deliberately choose and block out a space for it to be accomplished. Then you'll be able to meet those goals. Then start over with five new goals and repeat the process again. In time, you'll begin to feel so much success and see so much new happenings in your life, you'll want to continue. With every step and with every action, day by day, staying consistent, you will feel and experience a tremendous change in your life and in how you feel. Well, this is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire, Keep Reaching Higher. If you'd like to get the book, the Machine Inside Me, you'll find the information in the description box. Until next time, thank you for joining us.